Hello listeners, this is the full podcast where Anne Wally, the pattern whisperer, chats to Rylis Bod. You know Rylis, Rylis runs the sewing and design school in Tacoma, Washington. You're listening to Sew Organised Style Podcast, produced by me, Maria Thea Harris, and Anne Wally, the pattern whisperer. This is series two, episode 12. Here's Anne and Rylis. Well, I'm here with Rylis though and I'm in the sewing and design school we've got a lot of the bits and pieces all around us which makes me feel very comfortable so thank you very much for having a little bit of time out of your day so that we can have a chat with you for our podcast so organized style so thanks so much Rylas for today. Thank you for having me. And where are you from Rylas? Where are we? Well we're in Tacoma Washington in the United States and I live across the bridge in, in Gate Harbor, which is only about 10 minutes away. But this is where I grew up, and I've worked here my entire career. And so I have a lot of sewing friends that come to the classes. Sounds like fun. I wish I was uh, just around the corner, because I think you can always keep on learning, no matter who you are and what you do in the sewing world. Well, the textiles are constantly changing. Machines still so straight but there's new features being added all the time that we're just a little unaware of and we like to share that information well we're glad that you've doing that for us because unless we're inspired there's nothing worse than sewing the same thing every day in the same way getting the same result if we're creative people who love to sew we want to find out what other people are sewing. So what kind of classes do you do here? So we offer open labs where students can come in and sew on any project they want. It can be a quilt, it can be a pair of pants, it can be a jacket, a coat, a knit top. We do it all. And then we do have a learning to sew series where we start out with beginners so they can understand the function of the sewing machine and a serger. And in every single class we have, we make sure the pattern fits before we cut it out. Wow, that saves a lot of tears and a lot of fabric that just doesn't get wasted, which Mm -hmm. is very important these days. And look, I know you do other types of workshops here. Tell us about some of those. So Kenneth King has been coming to Tacoma for a long time, offering workshops in Melage, which is drafting a body double. And with that body double pattern, you can create your own design, starting out with a pattern that fits your body. And also you can use that pattern to check the fit of commercial patterns. We have a course on that. And Kenneth also teaches tailoring techniques and his cool tricks and techniques. We've got a jeans construction class coming up. And the newest thing, first time in the United States, he's going to be making a custom dress form with your melage. And so that will be happening Labor Day weekend in the San Francisco area down at Sewing Lessons in Redwood City. Well, I'm a little bit worried about having a body double of me because if they work out how to make it move and who knows what else, Bruce might find a very good replacement who doesn't give him any cheeks. So <laughs> I, I am so excited about this new venture. It sounds so exciting. And, of course, you're going to probably do a few classes and maybe mm-hmm. one day we might get you to come on out to Australia because, oh, I hope so. you know, wouldn't that be awesome? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I really just love the fact that I met you through Instagram and Sewing and Design School. It, it's a bit of a cautionary tale, isn't it? But I think it could mm-hmm. be something that a lot of people know you through that Instagram, yes. that Instagram account, which 
unbelievable. How many followers did you have? Oh, I had over 214,000 followers <gasps> before Instagram dropped me and deleted all of my postings. So it's no longer the Sewing and Design School. It's under my own name, Ryla Spode. I still have basically the same platform. I like to, on Sundays, shout about sewing workshops and different schools around the world. Monday, it's all about your resources. Tuesday, the sleeve. Wednesday, skirt Wednesday. Thursday could be pants. It could be coats, jackets. On Friday, dress Friday. Go against the grain of casual Friday and wear a dress. And Saturday is my big Saturday sewing tips. Wow. And so even though that Instagram account's down, you're under your name, right, at Rylas Bode. All that information that we used to take for granted, it would appear and we would take our little snaps of it and put it as there. We'll save that for later and look at it. Well, that's all disappeared. However, there is good news. You have your own webpage. And what are you doing on that webpage? Well, on my webpage, I do promote my own classes, but I also have direct links to the different pattern company pages so you can see the new styles that are coming out. I inform my readers about what's going on, different exhibits, but also some sewing tips. And I also have a blog that I just started because I lost that Instagram account. So that's still in its baby form now. So really it's a bit of a resource because you've already done it before mm. and all you're doing is just revisiting the subjects that mm. you had with your Instagram account. Mm. And it's just so lovely to know that that's there and we can just, it's a bit like you put it in the little Google, except you put it in Rylus's special search function. And what's the name of your webpage? Oh, it's a sewing and design school. Same name as a school. Well, there we go. We don't have to think too hard. We knew what it was on Instagram, so it's not too hard to think. Now, what was the name of her webpage? It's all there. Yeah, it's sewing and design school. And look, I've just spent four days with you at the Sew Expo, and I have to say, I haven't gone home exhausted. They were long days, but really, you're a dream team. You know, you're one of those people that no matter what's going on, you're always reaching out to help people. That's your heart, whether it be a sewing tip or something that you're trying to help someone work out with their Instagram or whatever it is. Working around that type of person and working with that person is definitely an absolute pleasure. So you did have a lot of visitors, I noticed, more than I did. How many people would you say would have come through to say hi to Ryan? Well, I've been teaching in this area for a long time, so I know that I had well over a thousand friends stop by, and that's why. Isn't But Anne, you're an inspiration to me. You've given me so much information. I'm working the website, you and Bruce, and I really enjoy being your friend now. Oh, that's good. Because <laughs> we met through Instagram. Through Instagram. And if I just put put it out there to all the people who are on Instagram or whether it's Facebook, if you see someone else who's a little bit friendly and lovely, take the plunge mm-hmm. and go a little bit deeper because it could be one of those lifelong friendships that you otherwise would never have. And really, if you're the only person sewing in your community, it's lonely. It is. So you've got to you gotta band up with your tribe and just run that race together. And if you've got cheer squads, you know, cheering you on and you're cheering on other people, it's a better life. So yeah. thank you for all that you do for the sewing world because we're really thrilled. You've got a great reputation and being in your classes, it would just be wonderful. I'm sorry I'm just around the corner. Not. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's lovely to come. This is our fourth year at So Expo. Bruce comes over. I can't come without him because I don't know how to travel by myself. I'm a little bit needy and I love that he knows his way around. So it's wonderful to have that friendship. And we had a new person in the booth this year. So tell me about that. Isabella from Sewing Lessons in Redwood City was teaching a bag-making class, and she's quite good at it. She has these two-day weekend workshops making these really nice purses. They can be out of leather or they can be out of a faux leather. Oh, beautiful. They're just beautiful. She's just a sweetheart. And fresh. And fresh. And she's bringing Susan Kalji also to her school this summer in July. Wow, how wonderful. And Susan's lovely. Can I just say, this check matching is uh, on the shoulder and everywhere else. Did one class with Susan and she has forever changed how I do my cutting out of my check fabric. And now that means... I don't have to work too hard to get those mm-hmm. little lines to match up. So I'm very thankful for the time I spent with her this year in January. I haven't finished the jacket from the class, but I wanted something really warm and uh, quick. So I decided I would give it a try, see if that information could be applied to another jacket. So when I get home, I'm back on that classic French jacket and there were a lot of checks in that, I can assure you. <laughs> we had such fun. So what will Susan do at Isabella's... I, yeah, I know it's all about couture sewing. Yeah. I think it's couture tips. Ooh. But since I haven't put the content down yet, I'm not quite sure. But it'll be fun. It'll be fun. And informative. And there's one thing about Susan. When you get there, you think it's just too much. It's just going to be too scary. But she says, don't worry, I'll be with you. And she really is. And I really felt mm-hmm. so confident trusting her and I felt like I could ask any question and I had such a ball and so that's wonderful that Isabella now the name of the school that Isabella runs is Sewing Lessons in Redwood City Sewing Lessons and And so her Instagram name is Sewing Lessons in R Red W C (laughs) (laughs) And, and it's so lovely she is an absolute dream and just so peaceful and she's also brought in Linda Maynard to oh. teach there, too, along with myself. Well, what are you going to be teaching there? Well, this next time I'll be working with Kenneth on the dress forms. Ooh. Oh, that's killing me. And we're <laughs> trying to put together some fun things to do in San Francisco in the evening. Wow. So it's going to be a blockbuster of it. Oh, it's oh. Labor Day weekend. Oh, well, you got three days to live it up. Was it four or We're three? going to make it four. We're going to stretch it out a little. <laughs> and people can take a day off. Yeah. Why wouldn't you bother? You know, right. you just got to, you're there. You may as well have as much fun as you can. Well, that sounds like the place to be that I won't be. And that's a little bit upsetting. But anyway, you never know down the track. That's true. We don't know. Why did you do what you do? How did you get into sewing? Well, I sewed because my mother sewed. And she made beautiful clothes. And I could not afford to buy purchase ready-to-wear clothes when I was a teenager. And so I wanted to make all my clothes that looked just like the models on the Seventeen magazine. And so I did. I replicated whatever they were wearing, except for the boots, because my mom wouldn't let me buy those go-go boots. But (laughs) I didn't want the other kids at school to know I was sewing. So... They didn't have that homemade look. And I was fortunate my mother really knew what she was doing when she was teaching us how to sew. Because she took continuing education classes in sewing throughout the years and just updated her skills. Wow. Well, what a great ripple effect that has been. Not just for you, but for us. Yes. And so I fell into it when I went back to graduate school looking for additional 
avenues that I could teach instead of just one subject. So I took a tailoring class and I was hooked in a half hour that I wanted to teach adults how to sew. So that's the thing that really grabs you, the tailoring, the fit. It did at first because the tailoring techniques that I was taught, I applied to all my sewing mm. to reduce the bulk, to make it look very professional from the outside. I don't want to see those interfacing lines or anything like that. And again, those curved seams, curved darts, grading out the seam allowances so you can reduce the bulk. Pre-testing every fabric I sew before I sew it on the garment is also helpful. And look, I happened to be walking around and I saw a little pattern that was hanging on a hook. And it was a pattern that you had done. And what's that pattern all about? Oh, for Pendleton. I made the Tacoma Poncho pattern. And so I've been selling that down at the Pendleton Woolen Mill store in Portland, Oregon. It doesn't take very much wool and it's just an easy make. And it makes you look very nice. Ooh, very stylish. Now, um, we're in March at the moment. What happens in April? In April... I don't have anything going on other than sewing classes here Aren't at the school. Aren't you doing some kind of a thing on Instagram? <gasps> oh, my oh, oh, goodness. I can't believe I almost <laughs> forgot. So <laughs> April. It's the fourth year. So April 2020. Yes. And so every day we have a different theme. Of course, it starts out on April 1st with Skirt Wednesday because it falls on a Wednesday. And I want people to post their skirts. And then after a few days, the top post will be put back onto my feed so that the people can vote for their favorite. So the winners are people choice winners. It's not picked by any judges at all. And I'm finding sponsors to give gifts. I do have a secret sponsor. I'm not allowed to reveal that will be probably giving something every single day. Whoa. In addition to pattern companies giving their patterns away and fabric stores giving gift certificates away. That's what we want. I have to say that 2019, there were a lot of photo challenges on Instagram that weren't the completed ones that we were used to in years gone by. And I do realise they do, they do take a lot they of do. work. But I miss them. And I thought, oh, I'm so glad. I thought for a moment there, I thought, don't tell me so April's not going to be on. But it is. So it's worthwhile getting involved, isn't it? Yes. So in 2017, when I started the contest, I had some wacky themes like, you know, what rings your belt, you know, something like that. But after the contest was over, I realized that people really liked sewing tips. Mm. They really liked statement sleeves and the different themes of garments. And so this new contest, I based it around that. And look, I know for a fact there are a few people in Australia that have won a few of the prizes. And I've actually won as well. I've learned that the sponsors actually do give great products. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't just a prize that you thought, what am I going to do with that? They were good prizes they weren't things that you would never use mm -hmm. it was something you've actually chosen them really mm -hmm. well and I always get a thrill when someone wins whether it's in Australia or somewhere else I'm okay if it's not in Australia but it's such a kick for us because it's like oh we're on the map because we're a long way away from you uh -huh. but not when it comes to Instagram as it no. turns out yes yeah. <laughs> that lasts for all of April is that a lot of work for you well, it's getting easier because the first year it was a lot of work you know, trying to set something like that up. And now it's getting easier and easier. And I usually start four months in advance prepping the contest, putting the feelers out there, finding the sponsors. That's coming up in really three a weeks' short, time. Yes. Three weeks' time. So you have got all the information on at Rylas Bode. Bode. 
B-R-Y-L-I-S-S-B-O-D. Uh-huh. Looks like bod, but it's bod. Bod. Now, the other thing that, you know, once you've done that, how do you relax after you've done that big month? Because it's huge. It's really huge. Well, after the month's over, you're not relaxed because you're following through with all the prizes, oh. making sure they're connected to the sponsors. And I like to let the sponsors know that I'm going to promote them too so that mm. other sewers know what they have to offer. Well, I've never been disappointed with any of the sponsors that I've picked up, like mm. Fibers to Fabric. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Their fabric is delightful. Feels Just good. got a supply in today. <laughs> yeah. Really love that. Love that. And she's a great supporter. She's wonderful. And, you know, you just think to yourself, oh, online fabric. Well, I'm just saying, if she says that fabric's soft and gorgeous, She's telling the truth because I've got one piece that I've made and it is absolutely beautiful to wear. It's fabulous. So have you made anything out of any of the fabrics? Oh, we've been using the fabric for our line shopping bags and our learn to sew classes. I have made a dress. I have made several blouses and tunics out of her fabric. Yes, it's great. Well, the area that Vibes to Fabric um, is situated is India. India. Do they know about the heat? Ah, uh, yes. yes. And so their cottons are made to handle the heat. Yeah. I mean, they're just, they don't wrinkle. And she pays her artists that's, that make the prints a fair wage, which I really appreciate. We're just talking about the fabric that we've used that we love. And I think that's one thing about sewing women mm. and men, <laughs> that if you've used something and it works for you, then it's something that we want to share. Yes. Because you don't want to have to be buying Stiff, hard fabric that just feels awful on. So I've had a great experience and I just thought, I know she's actually now a very good friend of yours because she's lovely. Um, Just a big shout out. (laughs) Um, What's her first name? It's Fishwuthi. Okay. And I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that right. Okay. Well, we know fibers to fabric. That's easy to remember, isn't it? What's the favorite thing that you have made over the years? Would you say, are you a skirt, pant or coat person? Coats. Coats. I've been making a lot of raincoats. It rains in the Northwest. I love the breathable waterproof fabrics that stretch. Oh, uh, waterproof fabric that, that are breathable and, and stretch. stretch. Now, I haven't heard of this. What kind of fabric really? is this? No. I thought a raincoat means you have to be hot like a um, oh, hot potato. No. no. Oh, well, that's good to know. You know, it rains in Hawaii, too. Oh, of course. <laughs> well, <laughs> not, I, not that I'm there that often. But it does but, get steamy, you know, and yeah. I didn't realise that you could get... What is it from a special supplier in somewhere around here? Well, or? around here at the Millen store down in Portland, they have a lot. I've bought some in New York. We have it at Seattle Fabrics. and Good to know. So I like because it rains a lot, I wear this, and I love that stretch. Well, I do too. I'm a bit of a fan of the stretch. Or bias. Now, tell me... Make it with wool. What's that all about? So there's two contests out there. There's the Make It With Wool, which is in the United States. It is not on Instagram. It is a contest where teenagers and adults, all levels, compete with their wool garments. They compete within their state, and then they go on to nationals. And it's featured in the Threads magazine, The Winners, generally in their January issue. And because this is only in the United States and I am a district director here, my followers found out about it and 
they wanted the contest in Europe and they wanted the contest in Australia. So I made up my own contest this last January called Made with Wool. Oh. So that's a separate contest for all the days of January. I had different themes. I went out and found the sponsors to give the gifts away. And it was our first year. But the real reason behind it too was I wanted to make it my Textiles 101 lesson Mm -hmm. so that I could let my followers know all the beautiful things about wool the quality that and the properties that wool has and how it breathes so easy to sew because some of us are under the misconception that all wool is scratchy yes. and it's not no, it's not and really if you're someone who really wants that breathable fabric that that's light as mm-hmm. well as warm that's a lovely thing to wear so you don't feel like i've got the overcoat on and i can barely carry myself let alone the mm-hmm. overcoat so it gives you that little bit more of a, a freedom with how you feel about winter because mm-hmm. winter can be long mm-hmm. very long i mean we're always ready for winter in melbourne even in the middle of summer you never put those winter pieces away is that something that you just see on your web page or well most of it is just instagram oh that's instagram where i've well. done all of my promoting is through instagram it's just so easy to load a photograph and post it it takes less time and i reach more people okay now also i um after a little bit of a conversation, I found you were doing a little bit of gene repair for, tell me about that, a not-for-profit. Oh, we have humane societies in the United States. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And so one Wednesday a month, I was going down the street to another business and I was repairing genes for donations for the Humane Society. Oh. And sadly, that company just closed where I was doing this business. And the Humane Society was very appreciative of it. Yeah, and look, it's lovely to give back. Yeah. And especially with animals, you've got a couple of I got a couple animals. of animals. puppies and one cat. Yeah. yeah. And so tell me about how you manage to look after the wonderful animals that you have and you've got such a full time here in I have a wonderful <laughs> doggy daycare just down the street that I have been associated for the past 30 years the dogs go to doggy daycare and they get their exercise and I'm never worried that they're not outside to go tinkle yeah, yeah. <laughs> well it's important done, yeah, yeah it's important yeah some of my days are long yeah and that's the other thing when you're really busy and you're doing something you love mm-hmm. Your day would go in a blink of an eye, I'm sure, mm-hmm. because when you love doing something, the time flies. But if they've got to sit at home and wait for you to come home, they've got enough fun going on where they're quite happy. So yeah. isn't that a fun? I just thought <laughs> I'd have to bring that up. Now, you've also been in Threads magazine and mm-hmm. you did an article. Tell me about that and how that came about. It came about probably because of Kenneth King, but I wrote an article on how to sew with scuba nets, and I made a dress and a coat and wrote about that, and that was put out a couple of years ago. I also wrote an article for Sew News Magazine on skirt fitting, and that is still accessible by going to my web page. On the home page, there's a link because they put it online. I love that. That's so helpful. So I didn't even know you did that article. So I'm Well, it's almost like you do so much. I can't get a grip on I'm trying to keep up with you if I didn't read the emails that you send me I wouldn't have a clue what was going on so I'm really excited to think that we've got access to all your Mm. knowledge and how many years were you teaching at the the university yes what was the name of the university it was Bates Technical College I taught there for 32 years I ran the clothing and construction program in the home and family life department and when we started out Students would come one day a week, 
I averaged 125 different bodies we're calling real bodies a week that I had to alter the patterns for before they cut them out. So I really jumped into, again, it was like going to school and being tested every day. It was fun for me, though. Yeah. yeah. It's because when you're passionate about something and you love the interaction with people, because you are definitely a people person, mm. and I just see that as you make people feel relaxed when they're doing something so they're not feeling like I don't know about you but I did have someone who was looking over my shoulder and as soon as people do that I make lots of mistakes so it's when you've got someone who's on that journey with you and Mm -hmm. who is helping you along it makes it a very enjoyable situation once you start to relax and you can start to talk to people and I, Mm -hmm. I feel as though all your classes would definitely have a relaxed but hard-working mm-hmm. time. So what kind of age groups do you have in your classes? Like what happens during the week? What happens on the weekend? So, How does that roll? During the week, Monday through Friday, the age group I'm going to average at about 62 years old. Mm. And then on Saturdays and Sunday, average age group is in their 30s. But I have men and women on the weekends I've been getting a lot of retired men recently that were either tall drinks of water or a little bit shorter, and they had trouble finding shirts and pants that fit in the the length. Wonderful. So it's very much, you're not sure who's coming in, but it's a party once it's here and everyone's working hard as well. And they're very comfortable with each other. That's lovely. Well, it's a lovely setup. I feel very relaxed here. And that's what it's all about, being relaxed, being able to be creative, but also learning Mm -hmm. new skills. And really, when that comes down to it, it's making lifelong friends too, Mm -hmm. which I think you never know who your next friend is going to be. And when you're sharing information and people are working together, it's really Mm -hmm. a lovely feeling. So do you go home and do you find it very easy to look forward to the next day? You're not dreading it, are you? I never dread it. No. No. (laughs) I'm writing down notes, you know, ideas. Well, now I'm using my phone to put the notes in quickly about what I'd like to do there's lots to do yeah now you have had a very long friendship with that Kenneth D King what's going on with that I first took his class at Bernina University in Chicago and Sandra Batsina introduced me to him I had no idea he was famous mm. I just thought he was a good sewing teacher I was just so impressed with how he handled the crowd how he was able to tell us how to do something and he never leaves a beginner behind and so I called him to thank him about this afterwards and I had a field trip scheduled to San Francisco where he lived at the time and I asked him well where can we go shopping where are your favorite haunts he says well first of all you have to come to my studio Mm -hmm. and it turned out to be the highlight of our trip Mm -hmm. and I had three field trips to San Francisco after that each one of them was better than the other and then he moved to New York So now we go to New York, and he invites us into a studio to show us his latest work there. That's a wonderful place. He is a generous man with his knowledge. And I know he also teaches in New York. Where does he? He teaches at FIT, and he is now running the Couture Technique department, or if there is a department or it's a program. He's a professor. A professor. He's Professor King, (laughs) in addition to the tailoring classes and even learning 101. So entertaining as well. There's no one's going to fall asleep when he starts talking, and if you do, he'd probably wake you up. (laughs) (laughs) 
I got to know him at So Expo and even though I'd done a podcast with him previously and you should check that out because it's really fun, that podcast. We have two episodes because he had a lot to say and we wanted more. Mm. So I'm just so thrilled that, I mean, I knew that you worked with Kenneth but I didn't realise how long that relationship had been mm-hmm. as a friend. And I have... Yeah, we had know. been hiring him for workshops. And so I've probably facilitated, oh, two dozen workshops over the years that he has taught. And every time he teaches a workshop, I pick up something new. Yeah. You know, you know, I'll hear this excuse from some people. Well, I know everything. I don't need to take any more classes. You can always benefit by taking a class. Exactly. Thank you, Rallis, for taking time out of your busy schedule to chat to Anne when she and Bruce Wally were visiting you earlier this year. While Rallis is putting the final touches on her So April 2020 challenge, you know she will continue to keep us informed about what is going on in the sewing community. This episode of So Organised Style Podcast was produced by me, Maria Theoharis, and Anne Wally, the Pattern Whisperer. Sound by bensound.com. So Organized Style, spelt with an S, not a Z, is available on our website, soorganizedstyle.com, with all the links to this podcast and our daily series of podcasts. You can find our podcast on Apple iTunes, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Castbox. Don't forget, you can support us by going to our Patreon page and dropping us a few bucks a month to help us keep going. Tell your friends about our podcast and we'll see you again.